What is going on, world? Happy New Year to you all. We hope you all have had a great New Year as well as a good Christmas. We know it's been a long two weeks, but have no fear. Ringside Mayhem is here. It's me, Pierre, the voice of the hour. I have Rose and Lacita in the building as well. How you guys doing? Doing good, man. Happy Blessed New Year to everybody. Looking forward to a prosperous 2021. You know, thankful to be here. Oh, my husband said it so sweetly. I'm going to say it ratchet. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> Let's go. Man, it was such a terrible, terrible 2020. We, we've Man. lost so much, not just with, you know, not being able, some of us not being able to work, some of us not just being able, you know, to do a lot as far as the world being closed, this pandemic. But in the wrestling world, we lost so much. Just when we were grieving Pat Patterson, we lose another talent. John Huber, a.k.a. Hubie Boy 2, a.k.a. Luke Harper, Brody Lee, however you know him, he passed away. Was it New Year's Eve or was it the day before New Year's Eve? I want to say New Year's Eve. Yeah, New Year. Okay, I believe it was New Year's Eve, but he passed away at the young age of 41. And this caught not only me, but I'm sure it caught you guys by surprise because as I started watching AEW, yes, I have been watching AEW, I started to ask, like, where is he? Like, I see the Dark Order, you know, trying to recruit Hangman Page, trying to recruit... um. Dustin Rhodes, but where is Brody Lee? Like, where, you know, and this confirms where he was. And it's just so sad because, man, he, he wherever, wherever he was, independent, WWE, now AEW, he just was so good. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Pierre. Uh, like I said, may he continue to rest in peace. Just like you caught me off guard. It was sad, man. I was like, what a way to end the year to lose a, a soul such as his. And yeah. I just to see the outpour, because there was so much I didn't know about him, but just reading all the stories, whether it's from Jericho, from Big E, from Kofi, from Xavier, Moxley, Seth, Becky, uh, man, Eddie Kingston, Hangman Adam Page, Kenny Omega. It is just all these names and then some, man, like Anna Jay. It, it yeah. just the outpour of the impact that he made on their lives. Eric Rowan, Bray Wyatt, it it's still it's still touching, man. Because just to know that he made such an impact, but you know, it's one of those gone too soon. Just kind of how I felt with Chadwick when Chadwick Boseman passed. It was kind of that yeah. same thing. Yeah, yeah, Gross. especially for me, it was very touching to see his son in the ring and. Just to hear all the tributes, to see the outpouring of emotion from everyone. And, you know, it 2020 was such a hard year. Just like you said, Pierre, it was just so hard losing these public figures and also families losing loved ones. It, it was just a year that just took a lot out of us. And to end it on that note, such a man that was so caring and loved his wife and his kids as much as he did and left the impact as an older brother, as an influence, as a, a personality that doesn't come around that often. And yet you didn't hear him spoken of in mainstream wrestling circles as much by the fans. It, it's heartbreaking to learn about him this way just after his passing. 
it just always reminds me of that saying, give somebody their flowers while they're still living, you know? That is um, very true. Very true. And you got to think, I mean, I know there was a lot of people out there going back, oh, WWE could have did more, and I can't believe they did this. I can't. I, for one, cannot tell a company how they should and should not show a tribute to someone. I know um, Brody Lee, Lil Carp, I know he was there in WWE for, what, seven years? And, ten years, I actually. Mean, oh, ten, okay, yeah. So I know he has more, you know, of a history in WWE than he does, does in AEW. However... I will give AEW credit. The the extent that they went out to do that tribute show, like they had to rewrite their whole show. They had a New Year's Smash show that was supposed to tip off, and they rewrote it timely, promptly. It was beautifully done from the from the ten second tribute or I mean, ten bell tribute to the matches, and you know for his like you said, Rose, for his son to be involved. Not only was he involved, but they signed him to a future contract that you, you know, what more can you ask for? Very true, man. But to piggyback on your WWE point, um, I feel this with any, any organization, any sports team, whatever you want to call it. When it comes, when they lose someone, it's really up to them how they decide to honor that person. And if fans actually waited, WWE did honor him in their own way. Exactly. You know, if if they paid attention, you know, fan the wrestlers they did they did their own video tributes and posted it. You know, Triple H did his own, Stephanie did her own, Biggie did his. It, it's it's one you just got to respect it because for some people, they, like I said, they're still grieving. They needed their own time to grieve before they can really say what they wanted to say. And I was yeah. I was okay with that. It wasn't really like oh WWE had to be the leading force just because he was there longer. It doesn't matter. At that Thank point, you. it doesn't matter. No, say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> he really doesn't. And to say he was not a current WWE superstar. So like you said, Lacite, the way they did honor him was tasteful. You know, um, to give, yeah. actually Loki gave AEW the respect of giving that honor and those last respects to John Hubbard the way they did. Because if WWE did something, it would have taken away from the show that AEW took their time to put together. So the way they did it was actually the right way, in my opinion. Man, I mean, I could just recall some matches he's had in WWE when he was on his IC title run, the Bludgeon Brothers. And I ain't gonna lie, when that Bludgeon Brother thing first happened, I'm like, this has got to be the stupidest thing I've seen. These guys are too big to be doing it. But it grew on me. And yeah, it did. No matter, no matter where he wrestled, no matter what his name was, no matter the match, he brought it. And, you know, it. we can tell it hit AEW hard. Like I said, I can't stress enough. Like, you you, you had a show plan. You had to just scrap, scrap that whole show and, and re, you know, redo it. And you could just tell from the matches. And I, we're going to run through the matches shortly. But you could just tell that, you know, the emotions was running high. You know, people did their best not to cry, you know, not to break character. But it just was hard. This isn't something where, you know, it wasn't a storyline. Like, this is a real-life thing that happened. So, I give props to AEW. And it's very rare that I do. 
but I give props to AEW for how they handled this. WWE as well. Like you said, they did record their tributes. I did see a few things on uh, Twitter and Facebook video where they remembered. Um, they even called him Brody Lee sometimes. Yes, like, in the, in the, so, you know, it, it, it's not. We just we as fans got to get out of this whole competition. WWE then do this, right? You know, it's just, you know, whether we like it or not, uh, obviously we don't like it. A talent was lost. He was, yes, he was in another company longer than the other company, but that doesn't take away from his accolades. It does not. And uh, to me, I think the fitting tribute that I enjoyed the most was John Moxley starts to open up the show. Man, I was passionate. Uh, he hit the nail on the coffin. He said it. He said it doesn't matter. You know what company? At the end of the day, we're all wrestlers. We're all a family. Yeah, and yep. that showed. And and uh, it goes back to my point of you gotta let people grieve, man. I mean, if, if you go back in history, all the major wrestlers they did it with Pat. Pat it wasn't the WWE that honored Pat. There was other companies that honored Pat as yeah. well. I mean, when we lost Eddie Guerrero, when we lost Owen Hart, they you know tribute to tribute. It's you gotta give these men the respect in the, in in your own time. There there shouldn't be like oh an immediate no. People need time to grieve, and it needs that needs to be respected. And then on top of that, like you mentioned, Eddie Guerrero, everybody does a frog splash. So that's a tribute in some form or fashion, whether it's New Japan, Ring of Honor, right. Impact, AEW, wherever. So this whole, like you said, this whole competition, I never was a fan of it. I like I said, like I tell you guys, uh, show in and show out. There's too much wrestling on right now to be worried about who did a million views and who didn't just enjoy it. And I'm pretty sure if John Huber was here, he would tell you the same thing. Just enjoy what you're getting. Be grateful. We're in the pandemic. These guys don't have to perform. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Yep, they really don't. So, now, the tribute show, like like we said, it was rewritten. The first match was Matt Hardy and Private Party taking on the Young Bucks and Cole Cabana. And right off the bat, guys, you could just see Cole Cabana like, man, he just, he was, it it affected him their entire match. He tried, but couldn't hold back the tears. Yeah, not to mention, you know, to come out and be the opening match? Yeah. Man, like all the feels. All the feels, man. Um, I'm with you. It, it was an emotional match, and I think it kind of set the tone for the night at the same time. Uh, you know, everybody wanted, their, you know, they, they tried their hardest to put their hearts into these matches, but you can just tell from beginning to end, uh, everybody, all they were thinking was just Brody. And it just showed whether, you know, it was their own personal tributes from doing certain moves or, you know, little things here and there that he used to do. It's just, it's, you know, it's just touching. Yeah, Rose, Matt Hardy showed hillish tactics. And I'm, I'm trying not to be negative, but why? <laughs> where where did that come from? Like, I you I just fought MJF, and you know you were the face. You know, yeah, it, it, that was a odd odd spot to do it in. Um, an odd night. Yeah. I for one was confused. I was like, maybe his concussion isn't gone away completely who knows uh he might no, that ain't gone yet for a moment i don't know but private party wasn't having it they were just like no 
you know, it was very awkward. Very awkward. Lucite, I don't know about you, but I agree with Rose. It was extremely awkward. I mean, I I just didn't see the point for that. And I was kind of thrown off like, Okay, you were. were. I was completely lost, man. I I didn't get it. I was like, "What? What's up?" Bringing out a chair, telling him to do some, you know, some un un Matt Hardy esque type things, and I'm just like, "Okay, what's going on?" I I still don't know where they're heading with this because that's why I'm posing that question. I was like, "Does this cause them to break, leave Matt, or do they just succumb to it and turn heel themselves?" I can honestly see them doing it. Private party needs to do something. They, I mean, they're too talented to be bad on the mic, for one. Let's not forget that, Rose. They're terrible on the mic. (laughs) So maybe, you know, maybe the heelish tactics that Matt Hardy's doing, maybe it will rub off on them. And maybe we'll see a different side of them. We're like, okay. I mean, they did go up against the Young Bucks. So the Young Bucks is going to bring out the best (laughs) of any team. You know, let's just call it what it is. But. I guess we just got to see as more shows go on how this plays out. Darby Allen's tribute. Oh, well, go ahead, Rose. Go ahead. Oh, I'm like, I just, I, I don't know. I kind of agree with you on that. Possibly Matt is trying to give them a little edge, trying to, okay, you guys, you know, things aren't working. You need to do something different. Um, but maybe it should have been discussed before the match. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It just wasn't needed to open the show. Like, we just had this powerful tribute, and then you guys do this. When yeah. you do this. And not even before we move on to, to Darby's, man, but what was up with the acclaim coming out? That was so disrespectful, bro. Like, come Again, on, to end the match. For what? I, I, man. I don't, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I got to see more of these acclaimed guys, but this was, I didn't want to see this right here. Not right here. Right. I was like, that was these guys had their moment. Like, mm-hmm. it, this is similar to a tribute to the troop show. Similar because you may go in with a few, but then at the end of the match, you know, we all show love. We, we're doing this for, for uh, the greater good. No right. Seth Rollins, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I, I just, some of the spots I just was like, um, huh? But Darby's tribute, man, that was another one that was, that was beautiful. It was beautiful. Darby said a lot that I didn't think he could say, but he did. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that one. Um, his, his was one of the surprise ones for me. I just, I honestly, I, like I was saying earlier, I didn't really realize the impact Brody had until yeah. these tributes came out. Exactly, and, man. And you can exactly. just see, and go, and you can just see in Darby's tribute, man. He really, he really wished he was able to face Brody. You know, and I, a part of me would have been like, "Oh, this kid is too," small. but it probably would have been a decent match. Yes. You know, and I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna be the first to say I. There was a few things that Brody Lee did in AEW. Then I said, what the, like, why are you going up to Vince McMahon? But that's just the kind of guy he was. Right. You know, he, he, his personality was, it was infectious. Like you had, you know, you had no choice, but to either, whether you liked it or not, like he, he got you talking Mm -hmm. and 
you know, for Darby, you know, to put it in the words that he that he could. And you could tell it was hard for him. You could tell. Yeah. Darby Allen doesn't really say much. Nope. So, you know, the fact that he was able to do this, props to Darby, man, props. Now, match two. Evil Uno, Stu Grayson, and Lance Archer. Shout out to Lance Archer, yo. He dressed up as Luke Harper. Yes, That was did. pretty dope. That's yeah. Yeah. That was pretty dope, man. Eddie Kingston, the butcher and the blade. This match was good. Yo, yes. Side and the note. ending was I, I enjoyed this ending. Side note. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna say this real quick before we continue on. The night that AEW gave us of wrestling is what we collectively as a podcast have wanted from them from the very beginning. Because all these matches were on point and it all reflected around a center. Theme. See where I'm going with this? You know, I, I, no, you're right. Right. Because I don't want to watch New Year's Smash and it'd be terrible. I'm going to be upset. It might just be, though. I'm going. Because, I mean, I'm, I don't I don't want it to because I know it's still fresh. I get it. Right. Show must go on, but come on. Like you, they, like you said, Rose, every match that we're going to discuss, whether we discuss it or not, the, the, the show was beautiful. Despite yes. the little bad spots that that were uncalled for, it was a solid night of wrestling. Like and Eddie Kingston, Butcher and the Blade. Like I said, they come on now. They Stu Grayson, even Uno. Yes. I freaking love Stu Grayson. I, they I'm are amazing, telling, man. Stu Grayson is. I don't know why he he hasn't got a, a shot at the title. I mean, that's what Rose and I were talking about. Is as these ma- as we were seeing these matches, it was like, why can't we get this week in a week out? Lance yes. Archer showed out, man. Yes, he did. Yes, like to be as tall as he is, agile and big, as- but agile. Come on, man. Yeah, Stu. He did. Stu yeah. Grayson. My goodness. Yep. Man, I don't know what that move he he pulled on. I don't think it was on Eddie, but I don't know what that was. I was like, what the heck is this? This is amazing, hey, man. They pulled out all the stops. And like I said, I just hope it's just not a one-time thing. I th- but that's what I'm saying. You're saying that, but I really do think it is. I think they all put their best of the best because they knew they were honoring Brody. But coming into the, to their New Year's Eve show, I don't think we're going to get this type. I, I, I strongly don't think we're going to get it. Honestly, the best way to honor somebody is to keep it up consistently. Don't just do it for one day. Because it goes back to what you said, Rose. Give the person their flowers while they're here. Right. So you honor him, and then you're gonna forget about it, like the next show, like no, like, you know, and, and, yeah. like the passion that grief has inspired. Let it continue on. You don't just honor a person yes. one day. Let his legacy continue on every single match, every single time you go out there. Leave it on the mat, and it's that, yeah. Tony Khan too. The emotion that you felt, dude. Put that into the writing, into the business, yep. into the production of AEW, and you're going to get a gem of a show that you want it to beat WWE. Come on now. Like, seriously, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the poor writing. Just let a kid from now on, right, sit up these and maybe now we'll get the good quality show that we want. Because that kid, put he, he made some awesome matches. If he really made those matches by himself, he made some awesome matches. And that's yeah, I mean, because uh, what I heard was like, I guess from what I read, they're saying that 
uh, Brody Lee Jr., he only did one match, which was the last match of the night. But I kind of, to me, I felt he had a little say so in all the matches just because of who was picked to be with who, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and, and it, just to piggyback off what you said, Rose, it's kind of like what your Lakers did, Luke. I mean, Luke, I called you your last name. Lucite. I'm sorry. It's kind of like what your Lakers did. Kobe passed away. They didn't roll over and, and, you know, they carried out and won the championship. Yeah. Some may say they only did it because Kobe died. Some may say they feuded it and used it as motivation. And that's what you're supposed to do. You you, you take a, a, a tragic situation and you, and you build and you and you overcome it and you continue and you and you honor that person that way. Because I mean it's different with Pat Patterson because he was away from the business, so but I mean, can you imagine? And I knock on wood. Uh, a, a talent of WWE today passes away, and you know they put on an awesome show. You're gonna hear, "Oh, AEW did it first, and WWE's copy," and it's just like it shouldn't be this way. <laughs> like, let just just watch it. Just focus on what you're seeing. And with AEW, sometimes it's like they have WWE in their back pocket. They can't separate themselves. They do it, and then they go and take a shot at them. They do. They they. Oh no, we're not. We don't even watch WWE. We don't, you know. But we know you guys watch it. Like you guys don't gotta lie to us. Yeah. But going back to the show, y'all. I, I props to all six of these men. Like, I if I had to, I would watch that match again. I really enjoyed it. Match three, Hangman Page, Alex Reynolds, and John Silver took on MJF, Santana, and Ortiz of the Inner Circle. And I am shocked that the Inner Circle lost this match. I'm not with your tights looking like that. I am not shocked. (laughs) Uh, For for me, I I hear you. um, But knowing the night that there was a tribute show, it made sense. Yeah, it did. But if there wasn't a tribute show, oh, oh, I mean a tribute show, excuse me, MJF, Santana, and Ortiz would have took this. That, man, I'm telling you, the the more I watch John Silver, man, he impresses me. Yeah, I just MJF. hope they, I just hope they give him his time to shine, man. I mean that, that's why I'm going back to it. Where I'm saying, you know, with this New Year's show that they got going, I, I think they're gonna drop the ball. I really do. They do, and then to cap it off, Eric Rowan came out. Oh man, that yes. made me cry. Yo, I mean, you know, his time with in the Wyatt family, the Bludgeon Brothers, even when they was just Harper and Rowan, it's just, you can tell, you know, he, he spoke about it on his um, social media accounts. You know, he, you helped me in my time of need, and anytime they travel together, this and that, you could just see it in his face, and it just was like, wow, man, this man really lost his best friend. I was going to say that that was really touching. It shocked me, um, you know, but I was happy he came. I thought that I really do think that was the right timing too. just where he popped out, took out Wardlow. It was cool. It made me question. I wonder if he's going to sign with AEW because I still the question on the table. But, you know, I thought it was fitting. You know, yeah. I, I definitely enjoyed it. And, you know, he paid his respects in his own way. And like I said, I'm at this to piggyback on that. That's that emotion. You see it. Yeah, you you it was touching. Like I, I felt that through and through. 
because I felt like he lost his, you know, his, his brother. Even though they yeah. weren't related by blood, but you know, they they've been through so much together. It was a brother, it, you know. He that's how that's when he knew. Amen to that. Oh man, um, Anna J and Tay Conti took on Britt Baker and Penelope Ford, and while I did enjoy the match, I hated the way Britt Baker acted after the match. That was another thing where I just didn't feel like it was needed for you to say everything was rigged and like what? <laughs> yeah, that's where her and MJF, man, those were my sour apples of the night. I was like, come on, man. Both of them, I thought, I understand, you know, you have your characters, but, you know, this, this is the one night I thought you guys would have been, you know, just your actual selves and not do that. But I guess that's just what they would, that was their own personal choice, man. Well, I mean, I see where they were going with it because what happens is you get heels and you're going to get more emotion out of the match and out of the night if you have that heel mentality button. And those are the two heels of their their show. So I get it. Even though it seemed like in poor taste, it was still kind of like, okay, let's amp up the emotion. You know, let's let's get more people invested. Let's keep the views going and more activity going into the rest of the year. It's still a business. I hope you're right. Yeah, I I see that. But I mean, between the two, the one I disliked the most was MJF because he literally went after Brody Lee Jr. and, you know, said it said that his dad sucked and all that. And I was like, okay, see that to me. Yeah, that kind of pissed me off. That was low. I I understand they probably asked him to do it, but it's just. That was one of the things also that wasn't needed. Yeah. You know, I I know me for a fact, if if we're honoring my dad and you tell me something like that, I mean, he's a kid, so it's different. But it's just, hey, man, I don't want to hear that right now. Yeah. And I know they probably, they're probably doing this to get him ready for, you know, you know, future. Because, I mean, he's a kid. He, he I mean, I'm sure he knows what's going on, but he doesn't really know what's going on as you know just yet. Right. So it just I I just I was in awe the whole time, like what? Now, Chris Jericho's tribute was phenomenal. A lot of people didn't know how close him and uh, Brody Lee was. And if you follow Chris Jericho on uh Twitter or Instagram, you you would see that he was also one of the ones that took it hard. Yeah. And beautiful words by Chris Jericho. For him to break character and speak the way he did, I I can applaud that. And that's what makes Chris Jericho one of the greats of today because, you know, he he can turn it on and off, you know. Whether, like he said, like like he said a lot. It's like everybody else has been saying that, that this whole night, regardless of the company, you know, he, he's touched you somehow. He's yeah. impacted you somehow. And you couldn't help but, you know, love and respect what he brought to the ring and what he brought to people's lives. Match number six. Cody Rhodes, Orange Cassidy, and 10 took on Team Taz. Your favorite, Ricky Starks and... Powerhouse Will Hobbs, your favorite, Lucita. <laughs> Who said what? what? No, when? When did I say such things? 
<laughs> and Brian Cage. Now, of course, the faces got the win. Yeah. Then they get attacked. This is understandable. Is it? That they got attacked. But yeah, because they do this regardless. So I, yeah, I wasn't surprised. I, I wasn't surprised. Like, I, I, I just seen it coming. The only thing I'm shocked is that Will Hobbs didn't grab a chair. <laughs> that got I transferred don't... to uh, who does the chair now? Who did I say? Somebody does it on that show now. Yeah, they transfer duty. Somebody get a chair now. I forgot who it was, but it, I mean, it, it made sense because this is what they do, but this was also, it wasn't needed. Like, yeah. Why, like, I don't know what's with the aftermatch interference or what's with the interferences in general. That a lot, it happens a lot in AEW. If they can dumb that down a bit, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. You know, you want to speak on this match though? Yeah, I mean, the match itself was okay. I, I'm really worried about Will Hobbs. Um, I think he's going to get lost in translations being a part of FTW. Not, I was not a fan of what he did during. I, you barely saw anything out of him. Um, on top of that, too, I mean, the match ended. They get jumped, and then shocking. Oh, I can't even say shocking. Respectfully, you get Darby Allen and Sting coming out. That was yeah. interesting to me. And we, yeah, and we see what what's happening there. Yeah, you got mentor and protege. That's what you got. Just don't start doing a scorpion death lock. Uh, yeah, man. That, but see, that's my concern. Is like, okay, where? It's like you're saying. It's the you got the aftermath, you know, with the attack, and it's like, will we see a four for a four man tag team? You know, something along those lines. I don't know. But it's or does you know Sting and Darby? Do they go against Team Taz? Like, what what are we gonna get out of this? I don't want to see Sting in the ring. Hey, he might just manage Darby bad. though. I don't give a damn if it's a cinematic match or not. I don't want to see this man wrestle. <laughs> Rose, Rose, you said you want to see him wrestle? No, what I'm saying is we saw Jake the Snake hop in for a little bit. We might see that from Sting. I I don't Sting know. Sting hop in and pull a muscle. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jake did his and he didn't pull anything. So And again, DDP is an AEW, so DDP, Yoga, Sting, they yeah. might have something there. Well, stop like yeah. it. Stop the yoga part. <laughs> oh man! Now this tribute, this was the best one of the night because Cody Rhodes came out. He introduced Brody Lee Jr. and what's his wife's name? Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Brody Lee Jr. and Amanda, and he put the boots in the middle of the ring with the bandana, and then that's when it, you just knew that it was real. But to, to make it all better, they retired the TNT belt, the TNT title. They said they're going to replace it with something else. I'm more than sure it's probably going to be the FTW title. I just got a weird imagination. I mean, I think that's feeling. what it is going to be, too. I just got a weird feeling that it's going to be that one. But I think it was great that they retired it and they gave it to his son. You know, that was just beautiful. But. You could have kept it and just named it after him as well. You think you think that's what they might do though is give Brodie that title and then repackage it as the Brodie uh, as the Brodie TNT title? Uh, exalted something they could have called yeah, the it the exalted one or something or the exalted, exalted title. TNT title. Something yeah, yeah, something they could have I mean, I would have did that, but like I say, you you really honored this you you 
show they show love to this kid all night. And you can yeah, just tell man, the my, his wife. My, Amanda, my she only, was, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, like, my only prayer is that you know they they stick to the word because I've heard many companies say that to families and you know Ooh, just, man just after, after a while. Absolutely. And Tony Khan seems like he will. But then again, the Jaguars are so bad. I don't know. I I can't really um, say he's a man of his word because a lot of things that happen with that franchise. That's not on him. It's on his dad, I know, but still. <laughs> he's, in, he's, a, he's in the family. Wow, Pierre. Who is that? Who's the Jaguars? Oh. Some hockey team I don't know. <laughs> no, the that's Jaguars, a football team. Jackson for Jaguars. Oh, never heard of him. What? Uh, exactly. Uh, exactly. Sorry. Hey, it's okay. Hey, don't be sorry. It's not your fault. It's the cons' fault. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. man. They they got so much money. That's a that's a, yeah. I don't, I don't know. All that's in it. all, it was a great night for AEW. We know New Year Smash is gonna be two nights. I totally forgot the card, but we will definitely I have the breakdown. We I. I you know, just with this tribute, I kind of didn't focus on the card. But we definitely will have night one for you because I know it's going to be a two-night event. We're definitely going to have night one on the next um, episode. So, yeah, if you guys have it, no, nah, I'm just kidding. We, the show's going on. NXT. Oh, man, they're riding high off um, War Games. And they're coming up on New Year's Evil, and I cannot wait for New Year's Evil. That card is stacked. I just wow. The only thing is going to be hilarious is Dexter Loomis is the host. <laughs> I think that's a talk. good thing, though. It is a good thing. It is. It's just hilarious because he doesn't talk. <laughs> right. That that's going to be interesting. You know, predictions all night. I think it's entertaining. I'm like, dang, I didn't know he drew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, he's really good. He's a really good cartoonist. That that's that's his life. That's his real life uh, trade. Yeah, right those uh, those uh, pictures that they showed of the match card was was pretty dope. Speaking of match cards, though, Isaiah Swerve Scott took on Bronson Reed. This match was. I wish it went it was a little longer. I do I too. Like, I kind of feel like Swerve job to Bronson Reed. In a way, yeah, but I think it was kind of twofold. I agree with you that what he did job, but then what I liked is is that he, it's building Swerve his heel character more. Yeah, you got to. I, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to come full blown because we we saw it the you know the week before or was it was it the week before when he faced uh, Jake Atlas and won? You kind of you saw, saw it there. I saw and it when then, he came out with them with them different colors in his hair. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and then he changed his teeth around with the grill. Yeah, no, there's, there's little things here and there, and it, it's it's gonna be good to see. It's gonna be good to see. Yeah. I think I think this match, even though he took the L, it it still built both of them. It yep. built Bronson's resume as far as you know him building his way up to a potential North American title. Swerve just building his heel character, new persona might give him the edge that he's been seeking. So uh, you know, I look forward on both on um, for both wrestlers their growth. Absolutely. Now Bronson Reed. Is riding high. Is he next in line for the NA title? Not yet. I don't okay. think he's there just yet. I think he needs a couple more more wins, more big wins, high profile matches. Okay. Okay. Rose, what about you? I know you don't really I know you don't really care for Bronson Reed all that much. I mean, the way he came back, I was like, okay, I can I can I 
right? I'm not mad at it. But voice were, come on. I mean, for him to keep taking these L's and then to turn into heel persona, just do it already. Like, I just want him to flip real quick. Like, y'all need to start making me, you know, look a fool out here. And then he snaps on somebody. Like, I just want to see that. NXT about to make me turn heel too because what they did, I am highly upset. And I know we'll get to that as we go down this card, but I am is this even yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, we'll talk about it once we get there. Now, breakout star of the year. Uh I I thought it was gonna be Damian Priest, but it was Shotzi Blackheart. And I'm not mad at the selection. She had a strong twenty twenty. No, hopefully she leave the tanks behind. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't mean to lie. How y'all feel? Though? Do y'all agree with her winning this award? Or? I'm like you. I thought she went to Damian Priest, but um, she yeah. she held her own. You know, she held her own. So I can't be mad at her. I, I just hope that you know this is this, they give her the bounce that you know that bounce that she needs because she's had you know a few matches here and there, but she she needs to do more this year. Oh, she definitely has to do more. I mean, you can't win breakout of the year and not, you know, back it up. So I do agree with you there. But I think, well, her strongest showing to me was what, War Games? I mean, she had a few other matches that were good, but War Games was like her coming out party, if, right. you, if you say. Match number two. Brizongo took on the Grizzle Young Veterans. And we already know GYV was going to get this win. But, however, it was a good match until Everrise got involved. I, okay, I guess on my damn nerves. Like, <laughs> I don't understand what they're doing. Like, just come out and, like, interfere and be like, oh, blase, blase, we should be in this match. And then just cause a distraction for the other teams. Like, what is happening? Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I, I I've never really cared for Everrise. I wish they'll just ever die, but I know that's that's a cruel thing to say. But I I, I hope they know what they're getting themselves into. That's all I gotta say. Because yeah. you don't play with group of young veterans like that. You don't play yeah. with Brizongo. Uh, you know, one I minute they want to be serious. You say what, Rose? No, Brazongo's getting a little too old. Like, their gimmick is old. You know what I mean? I feel exactly. like it's a shift in NXT and they didn't follow suit. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. You guys are still dressing up as, like, why? Who? For what? I don't know. They've been doing that for so long. And if you're just going to do Everrise versus Brazongo, okay, fine. Throw it away. But throw it away. Don't throw these guys, at, you know. Ooh, I don't know, uh, Lacite, man. Hey. Everrise, I mean, them yo boys. I repeat, and I'm, this is being recorded. I am, I, I've never, ever been a fan of Everrise. This, never, like ever. <laughs> Whatever, man. Nah, see, I'm going to continue right. But no, nah, I can't stand them. I don't know what the point of that was. I'm, I'm with you. It, it took away from, dude, an awesome match, man. Like, it, but then you come out and, and then you run away, like yeah, I, I didn't get that. That's what I'm saying. It, it was pointless. That was literally pointless. I mean, it took away from a solid match. 
I don't know why they're doing this. I don't know if they're trying to set up a point to where, you know, it might be Rizango, Grizzly Young Veterans, and Everize triple threat match, number one contendership type, but they, they, that could have been in a completely different way. They could be doing that, or they could be advertising the Dusty Rose Tag Classic because it's, it's coming back in two weeks. I'm excited about that. And it's a little different this year because Adam Cole. Yeah, man. Said him and Rowdy are representing UE. I think to me they're the favorites as oh, of right now. Of course, unless we got to see who else is in this tournament. But of course, like the odds are UE. Speaking of UE, shout out to them for winning tag team of the year. Like, was there even a a question? Yeah, I mean, no, not really. I mean, yeah. I, I to me, my mom was looking more into like the NXT UK as far as like with their runs because they had you know they had lengthy tag team champs, but it's just due to publicity. I think UE yeah. has been the bigger team. If I had to guess another team that enters this Dusty Road Tag Team Classic, I would say Imperium. I think Imperium and, Ga- and Gallus too. I was gonna say Gallus. Oh, well. if Gallus, ooh, that's gonna be good. Mustache Mountain. If there's yeah. still a thing, no. The, um, on that Trent, uh, I know Trent's out for a bit. He's going through a character change. What? Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, Gallus, if Gallus enters Imperium and you, well, we already know you ease there, but I expect that to be fire. Yeah, I, I, I really want to see Gallus. Mama Mia. Now, Zia Lee and Boa have been teasing this whole martial art Mortal Kombat looking thing. We finally get to see we finally get to see who the hell it is this upcoming uh, week. Is there any idea who you think it may be? I don't think we're going to see her. I think it's just going to be Zia Lee and Boa. I I, I don't expect to see her. That would be a a disappointment. Why? I want to see who the hell it is. Not yet. Thank you. See who, who is. Wait a minute. Did I miss something? Yeah, okay. No, okay. So there's the old man, and then you have the lady that's in the white and red uh, face paint. She's the one that's in charge. And that's the person that that Pierre is saying that she, we should see next week, but I don't think I, we're going to see her. I can't, like, I can't even pinpoint who they are. An old man? I don't know. A, 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 a woman? I don't know. I just hope it ain't nobody. And I'm well, like, oh. Outside of Zai Lee, though, who else are we, have we been missing? Because is what's the other um, Asian girl that that was wrestling for a bit in NXT? Hmm. I don't know. See, there you go. But <laughs> like, NXT did, they did sign a top Asian Chinese. Um, I can't think of the part, the lady's name they signed. Could be her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. As far as the, the man, I I have no idea. Um, I don't know. I'm just intrigued, man. I just want to see what they're going to bring to NXT. Man, I know we didn't talk about this um, two weeks ago, but Mercedes Martinez came back on a vengeance. Yeah. She can't, She attacked Io Shirai and basically said, I'm, in, I'm next, I'm back. This is a warning to the locker room. Mercedes Martin, you know, she basically put her her bid out there. Like, I'm I'm taking this title off EO. And then she came out in dominant fashion against um Ver- 
Oh, I was almost called it Veronica. Valentina Flores. And I, ooh, man. Well, is Mercedes going to be EO or, or? You know, I'm in, intri- I'm with you. She, she's very dominant right now. But again, there's Raquel, there's Rhea, there's exactly. Dakota Kai, exactly. there's Candice LeRae. I mean, there's too many names. There's Ember, Tony. So that, I, I don't know if they're going to do a tournament, but she can't just walk in and demand it. She's going to have to earn it. Uh, oh, Deb, I agree. So I, I can't say right away uh, unless they start a tournament, which is what I, I think they should do, or they do like it's a set of matches, whether it's like two triple threat matches, whatever. But there needs there needs to be a few weeks before we get a number one contender right off the bat. Make it. I'm all for competition. Make it competitive. You yeah. know, don't just throw it to her. We've seen people walk in and things are handed to them and let's not forget she was in retribution for a short period of time. Very so sure. That alone I'm <laughs> very sure. That alone should earn her a spot at the bottom because when we'll get and see retribution didn't even talk about it. Well we will but you know speaking of com- competition guys, shout out to EO Shirai for winning female comp- competitor of the year. She definitely earned it. She did. Man, she has been on the tear. I want to say Rhea Ripley for the year she's had. If EO didn't win, but the right woman won. And she has been scorching hot. You know, whenever she defends the title, it's not a cheap match. She's not like taking the easy way out. She has to, you know, scratch and claw her way to a victory. Some have been easier easier victories than others, but she's entertained me. I can say all of 2020, she entertained me. Yeah, she definitely earned it. I'm not mad at it. I'm not, you know, feel some type of way about it. She earned my respect this year. Thank you. Yeah. Let's see, did she earn your respect or she probably already had your respect? She had my respect, but it, you know, it just cemented it for me. It, it was very much Oscar esque, and I, I hate to compare the two, but just she has that. She I mean, had that type of run. I can understand you why know, you I, do. I, you know, I don't want to compare him, but literally, that's the first person I can think of is just the pure dominance. Yeah. Now, you know, the next person she faces, does she drop it? I, I don't know. That's the question because I, I think, to me personally, I feel like she's going to continue her reign. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anybody that will take it off of her right now. I. I mean, unless it's Rhea, but Rhea's what that'll be her third, what third time I think, right? Trying to get. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it'll be. I, uh, Rhea got her hands tied right now. Anyway. With who? Raquel. Yeah. If they decide to make the match, they've been holding off. They did. God, no, hold on. Oh, they did. New Year's Eve, and we're getting the last women's standing match. Where have you been? I don't think I don't think that's it though. That's what I mean by that. I don't. I think that's going to continue. No, you gotta end it. Up a well, the, if it's last, okay, it's last woman standing, so anything goes, right? Yes. You so have, you don't think you don't think there's going to be any interference? Dakota Kai, obviously, and right. I don't see why she would even want to get involved. And if that happens, then that just means Dakota Kai is going to feel with Rhea, which would be stupid. Yes, it'd be a, it should be going back at that point. This just needs to be the end. Like this, you've the promos we've been getting, right? Um, 
we've already had matches that happened between them, whether it was war games, whether it was the singles match. This has right. to be it. It's 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 yeah, I'm I with you. David versus Goliath because I could say Davida versus G- G- Galita or you know, Iva. You know, I'm trying, you know, <laughs> but this this has to be it. Like, you cannot yeah. come back from this. Oh, if they see, do, uh, I don't know. Well, okay, so then if that's the case, then and, and I'm with you, I want to see this end. Who comes out on top? And the reason why I'm asking you that is because they gotta they're gonna have to face Mercedes, they're gonna have to face Tony. Raquel has to come out on top. Really? She rear beat her before. Yeah, she had a strong showing at war games. You do all of that. But then again, it's Rhea Ripley. I can't see I was gonna say they both have beat each other though. So this is the rubber match. Unless unless it's a double count out, which would also be stupid too. I don't know, man. Like NXT, they do this to me all the time. They make a match, <laughs> and I can't pick the winner. Like this is one of them. I'm like, damn. Like, well, okay. In my in my mind, I want to see Raquel uh, drop it. I think I think Rhea deserves to win this one. In my, she opinion. does deserve to win it. Um, you know, it, it goes back, and like you said, you know, the promos, the vignettes, and you know, the one we saw. And it really shows how strong of a bond they had. They, Man, they I did not know they were that close. Right? That's exactly what I said. I was like, wow, I did not know that. And I it makes sense. They had tattoos, none of that. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. But then, but then if, you, if, you, if you watch how they wrestle, though, they're, they're literally the same. Literally yeah. the same. You know, even ring gears is just about the same. You know, mm-hmm. the whole edge. I'm like, no, okay. No, I'm just yeah. That might happen down the road. Who knows? But uh, I think, again, for me, I think Rhea should be the one to take it, man, honestly. Rose, what do you think? You know, I love my girl Rhea, but I feel Raquel, it will be her time. Kind of have it, give it a new waist to go around. Okay. Okay. I, I'm definitely, I can't wait for that match. I, I hope it's, I know it's not going to be the last match. Mm-hmm. I just hope it's somewhere near the end. Don't open with that match. I mean, you can, but no. Now, we didn't talk about this match, and my bad. Pete Dunn took on Roddy Strong. That was a great match. Oh, yeah. That was good. I was shocked that Pete Dunn won, but I can't say I didn't expect it. With Roddy Strong focusing on the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, it made sense for Pete Dunn to win. Yeah. I mean, were you shocked, though? Yeah, I was. The way he won, hell yeah. But these guys always battling. Yeah. This goes all the way back to when, remember when they were, they were partners in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Yeah. And then he screwed them and turned on them to join UE. I mean, that's why I said I wasn't shocked that he did it, though. I thought he was just going to get his revenge yeah, he probably feel like he got it. He probably feel like he next to face Finn Balor too, but I don't think Finn Balor gonna have that title that long. Really? No. Hmm. Okay. I'm not saying Kyle O'Reilly beats him. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying Karrion Cross. We know he's next. Uh, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one. I don't think he's next. Oh, so 
We know that we're getting Damian Priest versus Cross. Yeah, I would uh, love it. Damian Priest win. I would love that to happen. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to guarantee you. This is a, this is how strongly I feel about this. I'm guarantee you, Damian Priest is winning against Cross. All right, I'm, I'm going to trust you, and I'm going to say I hope so because he mm-hmm. needs it. I don't know. Damian is gonna win it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I strongly believe it, it, he needs it. He need man. The priest. Priest is gonna be. This is gonna be his year. So why not? I I couldn't agree with you more. Like he needs this win. I, out of all the matches, I think this is one of probably one of the most important matches of the night. Yeah, I agree. No, well, that's one of them. But there's one more that I can't wait to uh, talk about. Uh, not in a good way, but a bad way. Really? Why the hell is Santos Escobar fighting Grand Mentally? Why not? Again, what do you mean, why not? No. Do you see the disrespect he gave to Lucha Libre? Why not? Man, hell no. Hey, and, okay, I'm going to double Swerve, down to Grand, Grand, Grand Mentally is going to win it too. Watch. I know he is. It's obvious he's going to win it. But I'm just, this man came out of nowhere and got a title shot. Like, Did he know? Somebody yes. needs to take that belt off of that man. Don't nobody want yeah, to. Yeah, it's going to be Grand Mental League. I'm all for taking it off of him. But when I heard Lucha, I said, what in the what? what? I mean, I thought they were, I thought they were back in NXT. So I'm happy. If that, and if they are, I'm all for it. Me they too. need to be yeah, back somewhere because I'm tired of them chasing our truth. <laughs> That's what they said. They said Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's gonna be it's gonna be a good match. I know, but I just I I was just like, whoa, like, damn, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I, I I guess I'm gonna watch it nonetheless because you know it, it's there. Like you said, he did right. disrespect um, Lucha Libre in a way. But True. how the hell did Austin Theory win Future Star of the Year? Uh, I didn't agree with that. That's one. I was just like, "Are you serious? Come on, man! <laughs> this man ain't did nothing. Right? He quit and he won. This man ain't did nothing to win. I, I, I was, I was. I, I know they're going somewhere with it, and that's Where? understandable. But I just thought, where they going fun. with it? I don't know. I think Johnny's going to take him under his wing, and then he'll probably end up turning uh... on him. Bro, this if that's the case, and that's the Miz and Alex Riley all over again. Come on, man. I ain't trying you know to see what? that. It does have Alex Riley vibes. You're right. It does. I ain't trying to see that. It does. Poor uh, Leon Ruff. Bro, tell me about it. Goodness. It, it, that bump was, was horrible. Was. And I know that probably wasn't planned, but shout out to him for mm-hmm. taking it. Yeah. We knew Gargano was going to win this match. Like It was just obvious. Man, I'm just saying. I'm trying to figure out how Leon just popped up like nothing happened. I was like, yeah, he's, been showing, he's been showing fight, and I'm. I gotta say, you know, I mean, I would have been okay with him fighting for the cruiserweight, but right, me too. You know, I'm all for the lucha on lucha. I get it. You don't like it? Just be honest. You don't. I like don't. Grandmaster Lee. <laughs> I mean, I would have. I would have rather seen Kalisto, honestly. That's who I thought it was going to be. No lie. That's who I thought it was going to be. I would have been okay with that. But Grandma's Lady, I just was like, okay, this this is a 205 live match that they canceled back in the summertime that they want to give us now. Okay, I got you. What do you mean they canceled back in the summertime? I'm just speculating. I don't know. (laughs) 
I'm just speculating. How you know that? I don't. But New Year's Evil will take place when tonight, Wednesday. For those of you out there that don't know, we're gonna run down the match card for y'all. Last woman standing, Rhea Ripley will be taking on Raquel Gonzalez. Pit fight. This one I'm excited for too. Tommaso Champa versus Timothy Thatcher. Ooh, I can't wait for that. Damian Priest will be battling Karrion Cross. Finn Balor taking on Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT Championship. And everybody's favorite match, Grand Mantelik taking on Santos Escobar for the Cruiserweight title. I know there's going to be more matches probably announced because this is like, what, five matches? So no, we'll this is get... it, man. Oh, that's it? Okay. Yeah. This... Okay. Okay. Well, we'll probably get some. I don't know if it's going to be two nights. I can see them doing two nights, honestly, with the Dusty really? Rose Classic being. Yeah, because mm. they said it's in two weeks. So oh, okay. I can see that happening if they do. All in all, this is a great card. I cannot wait. What's your predictions? Okay, I'm going to go Rhea. I'm going to go Tommaso, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Grand Mansa League. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. stop. You sound so excited there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> In the most sarcastic way possible. What, what about y'all? Before we move on to Raw and SmackDown, what's y'all predictions? Go ahead, Russ. Uh, I think, let's see. I don't know. You need me to run through them again for you? Yeah, go ahead. One by one. All you. right. One by one. So we got last women standing. Rhea Ripley taking on Raquel Gonzalez. Rhea. Okay. The pit fight. Tommaso Ciampa taking on Timothy Thatcher. Tommaso. Damian Priest taking on Karrion Cross. Mm, Cross. Oh, she said he gonna fall and pray. Sam <laughs> Ballard taking on Kyle O'Reilly for the NXT Championship. Oh, uh, O'Reilly. Yeah, that's a tough one. Oh, yeah. okay. Ooh. Okay. Grand League taking on Santos Escobar for the Ooh. cruiserweight. Because I want that. Wait. Okay. Don't like it. I'm- that's the only reason why I'm going to tune into the match because I want the damn belt off of him too. But let's <laughs> see, man. What about you? What's your predictions, man? I I say in a very back and forth match, Rhea barely pulls it out. Okay. In the pit fight, that's again, gonna be man. Again, this match is going to be brutal. Because that's your one, the first one with uh, Riddle. Man, yeah, Riddle. but that was Riddle. He's this yep. Tampa. Two different exactly. people. Yes, sir. Um. I say Blackheart, a.k.a. Champa, takes it. That's right. I got Damian Priest, shock win over Karrion Cross because Karrion is the heavy favorite going into that match right now. It really is. I would love to see Kyle O'Reilly, but I'm picking Finn because Finn's going to get that revenge. Um, And Grand Metalik will shock the world and beat Santos Escobar due to the fact, you know, he's fighting for Lucha Libre. So that's my pick. Woohoo! Can't wait. Come on, man. You better be psyched about that. Uh, can't you tell? No. Uh, it's obvious. Or um, Dominic do it. Which one? Oh hell no! Well, wait, man. what'd you say? <laughs> 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 Escobar versus Dominic Mysterio. 
<laughs> I would have picked Dominic, man. Instead of Grand Metro, I would have said Dominic. That is hilarious. That is hilarious. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Oh, that's 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 a good one, Rose. That's a real good one. It kind of oh, caught me off guard. I would have picked Andrade to fight Santos. Yeah, that's see, I was thinking that it could have been that too, but yeah, hello. <laughs> Man, if y'all have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up. SSAW on Facebook. Also, shout out to, let me get it, let me get it, because I want to say it right. I don't want to say it wrong. Shout out to the Pro Wrestling Talk group for accepting us. And by us, I mean all of us. Yeah, we truly appreciate that, guys. Also, Power Slam Wrestling. Yep. Thank you as well. Um, we cannot wait to talk about the new shows that we'll be getting this week. Yeah, and hopefully, when we come back, I can um, act excited about Grand Mantelik and Santos Escobar's match because I don't have no idea what I'm gonna be seeing yet. Well, okay, hold up, man. You need to explain why. Why does this match not excite you? Did you not watch their tag team match? That was I dope, bro. It. But I just don't know. This man went from wrestling on Raw, beating the Miz. Now okay. he's in Yeah, what's wrong with that? No. Give me El Idolo. El Idolo. You could have gave me Angel Garza, even though he. I don't know what the hell he doing either. But he seemed lost, man. His character, yeah. Woo! That boy lost, lost. <laughs> that boy real lost. Yep, I call him can't get right. That's what I mean. Hey, baby. Like, wrestling is not on his mind at all. At all. He's trying to win something else. We hope he wins whatever he's trying to win. But on that note, Happy New Year again, guys. We are back. 2021 is going to be a strong year. And let the record show that Ringside Mayhem got cheated. He was supposed to be in the Super Bowl in fantasy. I demand a recount. Recount the votes. Recount the votes. Recount the votes. And we're out of here. Bye.